Hi, I'm Tom Field, Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. I'm talking today about 2017 security predictions. It's my pleasure to be speaking with Marcin Kleszynski, Chief Executive Officer with Malwarebytes. Marcin, thanks so much for joining me today. Oh, thanks for having me, Tom. So, Marcin, I don't think anyone fully predicted the extent of the ransomware explosion that we saw in 2016. How do you see that evolving as we go into 2017? Yeah, it's, it's a great point. I certainly don't think anybody, including myself, uh, could have predicted the impact that ransomware would have on uh, consumers and businesses uh, in, in 2016. Just given the trends of the last couple of months, uh, seeing the San Francisco Muni, uh, other businesses, hospitals, police departments hit with ransomware, I see that uh, definitely evolving or rather continuing into 2017. I think the criminals have seen what kind of uh, return on their investment they can make just by infecting one business success successfully. So I do think that's going to continue. I think many more businesses will be impacted by ransomware. I just don't think they were able to put the right defenses in place uh, thus far given how fast ransomware has been moving. So I, I think there will be more victims, if you will, over the next year in, in 2017. Well, and, and you started to hint at this. Defenses have to change as well. How do you see ransomware defenses changing? How do they have to change in the coming year? Absolutely. I think many companies, businesses are still using traditional antivirus to detect against ransomware. It's simply ineffective. There needs to be behavioral components, next-gen antivirus, uh, along with uh, exploit mitigation and, and even specialized ransomware defense. You know, I think traditional antivirus and the use of signatures is, is, has long been dead, and, and it's proving even more ineffective against ransomware. And so I think the evolution of budgets into next-gen antivirus will be far more prominent than it has been in 2016. And many companies are, are already in this process of overhauling their endpoint security infrastructure uh, and adding specialized behavioral blockers or specialized ransomware blocking uh, products, which, which now exist. I think that will uh, speed, the, the, the ransomware uh, impact that has already happened will speed up the process in 2017. So I do think companies need to look at next-gen AV. I do think companies need to look at specialized behavioral blockers and ransomware blockers, and that's just going to go faster in 2017. Now, Morrison, one of the things that you and your team have predicted for the next year is that password managers and digital wallets are going to be big targets. Uh, why do you say that? Well, it's it's pretty simple, actually. There have been password manager breaches over the last couple of uh, couple of years. They've been more prominent now that attackers are seeing it's possible. Uh, many people reuse their passwords uh, quite often. Many people use their personal password managers to store business accounts. So it's it's a big target for the obvious reasons. If if you can gain access, uh, especially into a password manager that might not store passwords in a proper way, uh, if they're not salted, etc., um, it's pretty unbelievable if that's the case. But you know they are big targets. It's uh, it's fairly hard to breach one of these, but once you do, you have access to credentials potentially all over the world, uh, and so. It only really takes one uh, to gain access into a, a password manager and, and then be able to uh, gain access into mission-critical systems that 
don't necessarily have two-factor authentication. So that's kind of why we perceive that as a value for criminals, and, and we think there's going to be a lot more eyes on it uh, going into 2017. So as 2016 ended, we saw the Mirai malware and a lot of attention on the power of the Internet of Things and how that could be leveraged to create botnets and create large-scale DDoS attacks. What are your thoughts on IoT being exploited in large-scale attacks in 2017? That attack was uh, fascinating. As a practitioner in cybersecurity, it was really Again, fascinating to see that type of attack spread and, and spread so quickly and be utilized for, uh, for such evil. Uh, as we bring more IoT devices on, I mean, IoT devices now <laughs> consisting of Barbie dolls connected to the Internet, uh, thermostats, the list goes on. The sheer number of vo the volume of these uh, devices is, is tremendous. So being able to impact or affect just uh, a small percentage of them can be pretty pretty devastating for um, for whoever your target is. So, you know, as these devices continue to grow, and and more importantly, the manufacturers of these devices have not yet taken security seriously, meaning they ship these devices with default credentials to access the administrative panel, uh, and so on. I think this attack will be um, will be utilized many more times before you know, users, uh, or, or manufacturers rather, update uh, the, the firmware. And, and the problem is, these devices ship with, with default credentials, and the same people that won't change those credentials also won't update the firmware to make it more secure. And so these devices are kind of in this limbo state of being potentially able to be infected rather rapidly, rather quickly, as they're out there in the environment. Marcin, in your role, you get the opportunity to meet with leaders of lots of different organizations in different sectors. How do you see boards and senior leaders responding to the heightened pressure of cybersecurity threats, such as some of the ones that we've talked about here? I've always said there's two types of companies, um, ones that kind of live and breathe cybersecurity and everything they do kind of revolves around cybersecurity. You look at Tesla uh, and how they deliver over-the-air updates. That is a company that focuses uh, on cybersecurity. And then you look at, you know, just to keep the comparison going, Chrysler and, and the Jeep hack and how they delivered USB sticks to their to their to their customers. You know, if my mother ever got a USB stick, plugging it into uh, her car is the last thing she would try to do. So, I, I think more companies will need to become focused on cybersecurity uh, and, and move away from that veil of just being a manufacturer or or what have you, uh, and, and boards will be applying pressure to the senior leaders to focus more on cybersecurity threats. The last thing many of these companies want is to be in the news, you know, one, one more in the news, and unfortunately that's what's happening. So I, I do think uh, 2016 was a period where a reset button was pressed and more companies started thinking about cybersecurity, but we continue to go in this circle, and uh, I think that's just going to continue happening, uh, and, and more cybersecurity leaders will become uh, board members, uh, CISOs will be hired, um, potentially CIOs will be displaced by CISOs, and that's a pretty interesting trend we're seeing. Well, that indeed will be fascinating to watch. I'm sure you just got the attention of our entire audience by making that prediction. <laughs> Marcin, we touched on a lot of different points here. Are there any other specific predictions you want to talk about for 2017? Yeah, I think um, there's... There, there's certainly attacks that we haven't even seen bef uh, yet. I mean, you look at ransomware, that, that kind of came out of nowhere. It, it was quite fascinating to watch it uh, go from being a consumer problem to being a 
full-on enterprise problem. Uh, and it's, it's going to be very interesting to watch over the next several months as more of those types of attacks jump from just being a consumer problem to, to being an enterprise problem. One of the things that I'm particularly uh, interested in and watching is ad blocking and, and, and how quickly it's propagating through the consumer use case, whereas ad blocking you know, two years ago, a, a few niche users, technical users, maybe had it. Today, it is a very prominent um, product that people use, uh, growing very, very quickly. When will that hop into the enterprise? You know, when will enterprises believe that ad blocking is something that might be useful for them in, in terms of blocking malvertising, in terms of just blocking uh, the usage of bandwidth for, for adverts? And this is going to be a highly controversial topic. It already is on the consumer side. And, and we'll just have to wait until it is on the enterprise side. It will be quite fascinating to watch. So, Morris, I want to paraphrase former President Ronald Reagan, and I want to ask you, are we going to be better off a year from now than we are today? <laughs> the optimistic side of me says yes. The pessimistic side of me says no. Uh, I think you know we'll, we'll be better off against today's threats in a year from now. But what threats don't we know about we'll have to respond to very quickly, and what threats will behavior blocking and next-gen antivirus not be great at um, when they come out. You know, we as a security company are trying to predict the future and, and uh, that's very difficult to do. So, you know, having the right defenses in place at the right time and not having to react is what every company strives for. Uh, and I just don't know what that's going to look like in a year from now. What will be the threat we'll, we'll be talking about? So I, I think I'm a, a bit neutral on that and we'll see, you know, as the threats of next year evolve. Um, what they're going to be. We'll sit down in June and see what the landscape looks like, shall we? <laughs> Sounds good to me. Marson, always a pleasure to talk with you. Thank you so much for your time and insight. Likewise, thank you. We've been talking about the 2017 security predictions. I've been speaking with Marson Klashinsky, Chief Executive Officer with Malwarebytes. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much. <laughs>